We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. All right, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the Gilcast. You all got what you wanted. You've been asking for it all year. We've been winning. We've been crushing. We've been doing well in GPPs. But you got it. I'm Davis Maddock. I'm joined by Nate Noling. I'm joined by Sammy Reed. Not a lick of money was made between the three of us today. <laughs> there were no profits to be had. We just, we woke up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. We, we entered into our contest and um, we promptly got punched in the face. Nate, how are you doing on this this very solemn occasion? I uh, got kicked in the teeth. <laughs> I mean, it, it was bad. It's it was so bad. <laughs> it was not a good Sunday. I mean, that was the most frustrating afternoon slide I've had in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sammy, what's uh how's it how's it going over there on the it's it's about six o'clock in the morning, I think. On, uh, on the West Coast. So, you know, you still have a whole day left to sit and supper through. Yeah, I want to go back to bed, bro. I, you, ever have a, uh, you ever have one of those days where just like nothing goes right? Your DFS loses, all your season longs lose, even your real football team wins, but they lose their star middle linebacker. Like everything was just a, a poop sandwich. Dude, if, if I was losing in like my main event teams right now, I would not be able to do this show. Like I wouldn't be able to like conjure up enough positivity to like actually like click record and be here. I needed something to go right. And, and if I'm ever talking about my seasonal teams and we do the show, that means that I lost at least two mortgage payments, which I did today. Yep. I, I mean, it was just one of those days and it was capped off. Like it said by this brutally terrible uh, Jets Miami game at the very end where Everything seemed to be going right. You know, I had Fitzpatrick and Gaskin, and I'm like, okay, I can still get there. And then, like, Gaskin starts just, like, smashing, and he's got, like, 40 yards on he the first He had 10 drive. points in the first quarter. Yeah, I mean, it was just, like, complete fire. And then, you know, he got the Maddox mush, you know. Davis just texts us, bro, like, there's no way he doesn't go for 30 today. And uh, lo and behold, thanks, Davis, uh, that yeah. didn't happen. And then they just Fitz went, had like, 20. Fitz had 20, I think, at halftime and ended the game with 18. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just complete, like, it was, it was so crazy. They couldn't convert a, a single third down. And it was just, like, run, run, incomplete. Interception on the first pass. And it was like, dude, I was so close to, like, so many cash lines. And uh, it, it was just a very fitting end to the day. So, uh, 
yeah, pummel my face. Here I am. I'm, I'm here to take some L's. Let's do this. So something, uh, I don't remember who, but someone tweeted at me last week and asked us to say our scores before we started talking. They find um, that helpful. Yeah. I scored 140.42. Nate scored 136.94. And the whirling dervish, Sammy Reed, scored 127.24. I, I actually, because, you know, I get all these good games like from people who are terrible at daily fantasy, I only lost in cash about 30% on DraftKings. I lost, I, I seriously think I won about five games on FanDuel out of like 300 posted head to heads. Like I, I got completely wiped out. And I, I, I actually think I legitimately did not even min cash GPPs today. Like it was one of those days, dude. It's, it's such a tough scene. I mean, it, let's just can we just talk about where it went wrong because it was not a December to remember for me it was a December to forget yeah I mean I did not I didn't play Derek I didn't play Derek Henry and cash on DraftKings or on FanDuel and uh you know that was going really well for about three quarters then yeah I was, I was sitting there like laughing to myself even when he had the bonus it's like ha 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 these rubes taking a guy who never catches any passes. Never catches any passes. If he doesn't score, it's just he's completely useless. And then he rips off a 94-yard touchdown to go over 200 with a touchdown. And then in overtime, gets a 53-yard reception, which was, like, worth more points than Madison scored the entirety of his day. And then punches it in at the very end just to, like, just to stick the plunger right up the rectum and pull it out real fast. It was just a complete, complete flogging. And uh, yeah, I'm sore, bro. I'm real sore. Yeah, I, I didn't play Henry in GBP. I didn't play Henry in cash. And I was big <laughs> I was big on the Buccaneers-Green Bay game for my stacks and tournaments. And I, I only did one Atlanta and Minnesota game stack out of probably like the 20 teams I made. So that, That'll do it, Chief. That's, that's basically <laughs> the blueprint for how to lose money. Like if somebody was making a blueprint, how do you get completely wrecked on this slate? They basically put that on a document and sent it over to you and you followed it to a T. <sighs> so, all right, let's get into this. Because I actually, I actually think that um, there, were, there were some really interesting decision points today because there were so many teams that projected – so close like our top optimals on daily roto are our top our first optimal and our 50th optimal were all within a point not like two points not like three and a half like a point like it was just one of those slates where it was like that and it starts right at the top with quarterback because a lot you know people did different things at quarterback there were I think probably two chalky quarterback selections. I mean, was, was, I guess Tannehill was really chalky. So I guess, Tannehill I guess there were three. And I really considered going Tannehill. I did. So the reason why I didn't consider Tannehill was I thought that Fitzpatrick was clearly superior for the same price. Mm-hmm. LOL. And I like Stafford more than both of them. And I actually like, I had no problem with the Fitzpatrick play. I ended up playing Stafford. I thought Fitzpatrick was fine. But I thought Stafford was a little bit better. Actually, I think that we even had Fitzpatrick projected for more points. I need to go look at that right now. I'd be hard-pressed to believe you guys didn't have Fitz for more points. I mean, literally, Stafford was like my sixth, maybe seventh QB. I was shocked when I saw you rolled him in cash. Yeah, her I mean, team total was so high, dude. Quarterback who like who, who no, I mean who never runs yeah. and has like no interest in getting the three hundred yard bonus. 
And uh, I, I did, hey, hey, did you 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 know you know who had twenty five yards? Thing. You know who twenty had twenty five yards rushing today? Was it was it Stafford? It was Stafford. Yeah, Pitts I mean, that's way more than Fitzpatrick. I know it was, dude. Honestly, I think the two the like the only quarterbacks I really considered were Fitz and Tannehill. I somewhat, somewhat considered like that six, four, six, five range with like Minshew. Oh, oh I, I was right. We had Stafford for 23, which is very, very legitimate when you have a 29 point team total against the Jaguars. Dude, I, I, I had Stafford like below cousin. Like I was not playing Stafford in cash. Yeah. I mean, the, the problem with Stafford is what we saw today is that if they get out to any sort of lead, it is Adrian Peterson time. It's Swift time. Carry on Johnson. Like they, they have like no killer instincts there. I mean, they just have no. Well, so to like, I, again, I'm not saying like, I think I made some great play or anything, but he like, he threw 31 passes, right? That's fine. But they, they had three rushing touchdowns and you just like, when you go out to project a team, you're not going to project them to score 70% of their points via rushing. You project them to score about 30% of their points via rushing. And what Kenny, Kenny G got tackled on the one, which turned into a Deandre Swift rushing touchdown. And uh, yeah, like, I mean, and I mean, literally if Kenny just gets in on that, I have a winning day, but not that I'm salty or anything, whatever. It doesn't matter. No big deal. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, we all I think have that, a winning day if Kenny gets in on that. Yeah, I thought that. I thought that. Um, fit. I thought that. I also. I will say this: Stafford in competitive games, he like he can go nuts. He can go nuclear, right? Like, I mean, we've seen this happen loads of times, right? Where he, where they'll have him have like forty-five dropbacks or whatever, because the Lions. You guys are right that the Lions have no balance. Where when they're up ten. They're literally just run, run, pass. Like if it's second, if it's third and eight or whatever. They're so thirsty for a win. They're like, oh, we don't want to do anything to screw yes. this up. We're going to yeah. get a win today. You know, and it's just like, dude, they're just, they're just so bitch made. So bitch made. Throw the ball down the field, damn it. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, I just, I mean, Stafford plays all of his like home games in a dome, in a great like environment. He was on the road, no dome, win. Yeah, but dude, the Jaguars are the worst. Possible. Yeah, that, that basically says it all, Nate. No dome. That's how I felt about this entire day. Yeah, like, no right? dome. Yeah, I'm but so tilted. Like, this this is not the environment to play Stafford. Like, the, I, don't, I don't get that team total. I think people overvalued how bad the Jacksonville defense was. Um, even Galladay, I felt somewhat fishy about. No, no, I will not allow. I will not allow this, dude. Yeah, he is, uh, put he, up 34 he, points, Nate. Yeah. Like. He, Nate, Kenny Galladay is like he's just as good as for for fantasy as Thielen is no <laughs> dude one of them is a legitimate alpha who's like I mean I mean that's projected that's probably, 25%. That's probably true, yeah the one of them one of them is one of them is Justin Jefferson's backup dude that's okay. right <laughs> you realize like <laughs> Kenny Galloway like has never Jefferson had like above like the 23 percent target share on the seat like he just he will this year yeah, though that's not what Detroit does they spread it out Marvin Jones I'm, I'm telling you dude I'm telling you this year it's going to happen because Marvin Jones is – he's dustier than our lineups today. He's dustier than fading Derrick Henry. Hard to do. It's when really do you think the last time a Matt Stafford wide receiver had above a 25% target share on a season was? I'm sure it was Calvin Johnson. Okay. So, like, you might be right. Like, it might have been 2016. So, I don't understand why you would think Adam Thielen, who's, like, 
might end how many, with hey, 30%. Hey, Sammy, as someone who played Adam Thielen in cash today, how, did you feel that he was an alpha? Did you feel that he was really dominating? Do you feel that he was making his presence known out there? This had this had real shades of uh, Calvin Ridley slash <laughs> <laughs> Like when there's an actual alpha in the house, but you play the beta for like two grand more. It's like the stinkiest feeling in the entire world. Like I feel so awful about myself. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Fitz was super popular, but did either like did either of you guys think about playing Tannehill over him? I, I thought about it, especially uh, just because I didn't want to have too many Dolphins. Uh, because let's not forget, like the Dolphins are a bad team. In fact, so you know that's one thing I tried to tried to not do. But in the end, like I felt pretty good about about Fitzpatrick. He just like yolos it, um, and he, he gives you some rushing floor. And, you know, he throws the ball deep, and he's actually got really good weapons. Um, not that he used any of them today. You know, he just threw to backup tight ends all day. Dude, what, what happened to – I didn't watch any of this game. What happened to Kasicki? I mean, he just got cut by, like, second and third string tight ends. That's not good, bro. I, like, just made a, a dynasty trade for Kasicki, and I'm, like, I'm tilting. No, I mean, you should have traded for Adam Shaheen. I should have traded, traded for Durham Smythe. <laughs> so so yeah so I mean the the reality is like I think Tannehill's really good um and it was a good scoring environment and I think Tannehill smashed pretty hard today so so, so my reality is that I hate Ryan Tannehill and that I like refuse to acknowledge that he's good <laughs> Dude, he's real good like I mean yeah. you have to acknowledge anytime you get away from Adam Gase like things are just really really good right didn't Tannehill well, wasn't Tannehill with Gase I- I considered Tannehill. I thought he was fine. I mean, I, the reason I went um, Fitz was just the, the rushing upside and the fact that I had no Dolphins exposure because I was going Montgomery over Gaskin, and I already had A.J. Brown. So I felt fine getting, um, getting Fitz exposure there. So. Let, me, let me tell you this. The worst thing that anyone could have done today was not play the Dolphins defense in cash. Uh, oh yes okay. that was the only thing that helped you remember just, just, you, like just kick me in the just kick me in the ball sack homie well, dude cool. dude sammy bro it was the dolphins it was the jets how like the every defense against the jets this year has been like 4400 i, I had to get adam Thielen in there man just <laughs> 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 had to get the the, the number two okay all right we'll, we'll have time we'll have time to talk about dude, that when you can get when you can pay down for a defense that's in a dome going up against one of the like biggest team totals on the slate well that do doesn't it. matter because you just want your defenses to face lots of pass attempts so that's I don't fine. Give a damn about no team total bro. yeah yeah but okay what what the what the fuck alexander madison <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> Do, hey, hey, Davis, do running backs matter or not? <laughs> what happens, dude? Like, you're going to go out there and get four points against the Atlanta Falcons? Do you, do you think he was still shook from not converting that fourth down last week where he had that, like, five-foot-wide hole and didn't run into it? Do you think he was just, like – did you think he had the yips, like Jose Altuve? Because I, I don't understand what happened. I watched some of the game, and I'm still confused. He got 10 rushing attempts and, like, two targets. I feel I, very, I, very confident that Dalvin Cook would have scored 25 DraftKings points in this game. With like I don't feel that confident at all. I don't feel I literally that. felt like this game just, like, lost a quarter or, like, two quarters. How was he – he only had 10 rushing attempts and two targets. 
there was no other backs. Like this was his, I, I don't know. I'm like dumbfounded at what happened. I'm like dumbfounded. Even after watching the game, I'm like, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's like DraftKings is missing a quarter. No, they're not missing a quarter, bro. No, nope. There were 63 points scored. <laughs> there were 63 points scored, and he rushed the ball 10 times and had two targets. I mean, Atlanta – so I think Atlanta is probably one of the worst three teams in the NFL. Um, I mean, they're just so, so, so awful. And the, the fact – I mean, Minnesota's not that great, but the fact that they just went into Minnesota and whoop-spanked them, I mean, really, really screwed with our program here, like in a big way. And maybe we didn't consider enough that that was a reasonable possibility because Minnesota's not actually very good. I mean, yeah, they are horrible. There's a little, little bit of that, uh, man, we really hated Dan Quinn narrative going in there where they were like, man, it sucked playing for that guy. We were ready to move on. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at the box score for this game, though. I, pour one out for Todd Gurley. 20 rushing attempts, 47 yards. I mean, it's just – you hate to see it. But this I don't, literally I don't personally to hate lowest, to see it that much. This, this has to be the lowest rushing attempts in a Mike Zimmer game, like, ever. ever. Like – Seriously, I, I literally don't understand. Mike Zimmer rush, rushes the ball every chance. The only thing, like, it makes no sense to me how little usage he got. It makes maybe, no maybe he didn't sense feel that confident once uh, once Dalvin Cook was out. Maybe he thinks running backs matter. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Kirk Cousins, like, they, they put the ball in his hand a ton, and he ended up. I mean, dude, he had like negative points. Oh yeah, Nate, that's why. They th- Kirk Cousins threw three interceptions in the first half. That was why he only got – I was trying to think of this. Yeah. It's because it's they just had all these possessions that were ending with interceptions. Yeah. And then they were down – literally, I think they were down 30 points in the second half. So, I mean, obviously the 1v1 was Thielen or – or I'm sorry, uh, was, was Madison or Henry, and we all chose – Well, no, I was no, never – I was one. never no, playing Henry. I was n- – If you play uh, Henry, you were a fish and you, you won some no, money. No, no. No, no. We'll take your money the rest of the year. That is inaccurate. That is inaccurate. That is very inaccurate. Um, no, David, I don't. Nate is holding strong. David, I don't want to be associated with this take. Davis, you realize that you cannot on DraftKings.com play a running back at this price tag that does not catch passes. I mean, I play Jonathan Taylor, so I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I mean, how, how many how many passes did uh did Madison catch today? <laughs> like, Dude, you, you cannot know pay seven three for a guy who projects to less than ten percent of the target share. You just can't. Like, well, you, what if, if what if you're what if I tell you that he's locked into a ninety four yard rushing touchdown? No. Oh, no, also, I mean, yeah, that's Todd why Gurley. Jonathan Taylor is throwing it out there. That's why guys like uh, Todd Gurley, you can't play. Even Joe Mixon gets a higher percentage of the target share than freaking Derrick Henry does. Okay, he okay. Nate, so, he had one catch going into overtime. He had one catch. So, Nate, were you so confident that Madison would catch passes? Yes. Okay, I well. thought Madison had – so here's, here's my, like, galaxy brain stupidity of the week. So Alex or Alexander Madison actually has like a normal workload. He always will get touches even when Cook's in. Like he has a role in the offense. I thought he was not only going to take the uh, Dalvin Cook role. He was also going to maintain some of his current role. I thought he was going to have a 
it, like a floor of a workload that Dalvin Cook had. Uh, so he's going to be like Voltron and just like combine Cook yes, and Madison Mike, into a super I mean, running back that was like supposed to be 10K. Well, because there wasn't like they're not going to give Amir Abdullah and Mike Boone the same work that Madison gets on a normal week, like weekly basis. It's similar like to like Boone, what they like Boone. Mm. I mean, Boone was banged up, and I, I just didn't. I don't know. I literally like I didn't have any fear about Madison at seven two. I just didn't. But so, so this that, is just like cold clocked you. You, you yeah, never saw totally it coming. cold clocked me. I literally thought I was getting. Dalvin Cook plus workload at 7-2. I mean, and Dalvin I'm, Cook has had bad games before. Like, the Vikings suck. Yeah, I mean, he's had bad games where he, where he gets 20 rushing attempts and six targets. But, yeah, but, but not at rushing, home against Atlanta. 10 rushing attempts at home has to be the lowest – like, the lowest of any Mike Zimmer running back of all time. Like, it just does. I'm, I'm – Kirk Cousins screwed this whole thing up for us, bro. And like, don't tell me Derrick Henry was a good play. Derrick Henry was not a good play. And if you he was a Derrick fine Henry, play. No, if you play Derrick Henry on cash games at DraftKings.com, I think seven point three. I think Levitan played him in cash. No, yeah, because Levitan's sharp and no, likes alpha bad, dogs. No, no, if Levitan did that, it's a bad play. He, you cannot play. <laughs> now Levitan probably split lineups. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I I almost split today, but it wouldn't have mattered. Both of them would have lost because neither of them had Henry in it. Nate Nate made Nate made the most mentally weak play out of all the plays, though. He 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 played David Montgomery, who's just like a fat turd. <laughs> How was that like, sequence, Nate? When he when he got the ball to one and then didn't get in, and then he got it again, and they said he was. But in, then they said he wasn't in, in but. He- just yeah. so mentally weak that he put his elbow down on the ground before the goal line. Yeah, that was they, tilting. That was yeah, tilting. Like I mean, Montgomery it. got the workload. He got 19 rushing attempts and like six targets. I mean, at that price tag, I would do it again. I mean, he he is literally he is literally a fullback who just like they're just like we have no option. <laughs> I mean, he can't move, dude. It's like sucks watching him play. Do you he should be blocking for quarter <laughs> Do you know who the Bears' backup running back is though? Yeah, Artavis Pierce or Ryan Nall, I guess, depending. So neither one of them, I think, has had a rushing attempt on the season. Like, Nall has one. Nall has one. So, like, I mean, literally, he had 19 rushing attempts and five targets at, what was his price? Five? Five, eight? Like, I would do that again? Like he was a good, he was a good yes, player. The thing yeah, about, he was, the thing he was about Gaskin is Gaskin had all the efficiency that I like, obviously higher team total and stuff like that. But Gaskin has multiple people who would vulture touches from him in both Fitzpatrick and, um, Brita had, Brita had, Brita had, had four carries before the last drive. Well, Brita had nine carries last week. Brita is getting usage and we've seen Brita as like, Brita's not a, like, He's not a zero. Brita is a talented, fast running back at the NFL level, and we, we've seen him be productive before where Montgomery has literally nobody behind him. So I, I, saw, I saw Montgomery having like 80-plus percent share of the rushing attempts, and I just felt better about Montgomery over Gaskin. I don't really don't care. I mean, that wasn't why I lost. I lost because I played Madison. I mean, Madison put up a four. And you Derek didn't. You, didn't you, could have, you could have won without, with Madison. No, on DraftKings.com, when Derrick Henry was 30% owned or something like he was, and he puts up 30, and you you play a 40% owned running back who gets you four at 7K, you're going to lose. Like, you just swallow that pill for the week. It's fine. 
We have a Bro. 17. We have a 17. So I, I want to go ahead, Sam. I was just going to say, I was actually looking at like my contests and had my winnings up the moment that Derrick Henry ripped off that 94 yard. Oh no. Oh no. So you like watched it leave in real time. And it was just like, it was just like me stimulating the DFS economy. It was just like a complete bailout. Um, that, that was really, really painful. Yeah. So I played honestly telling me that you think Derrick Henry was like a good play. I thought him and Madison were super close. Um, I thought they were fine. And, and like in retrospect, obviously you, when one guy scores 40 plus and the other guy scores four uh, in a game where I thought they were pretty similar plays, like the way my lineup was constructed, I, di- I actually didn't even have the hundred bucks. So it was just like an easy one for me, but I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not giving much up either way uh, in terms of. Well, I would, I would have never done that because fading, fading Madison in cash games would have just been stupid. Like we can look back and be like, oh, the Viking, like, no, there was no logical way to fade madison in cash games but okay so then then so are we talking about not a 1v1 but but actually madison plus henry plus a scrub like gaskin you would have had to fade davis then and davis i think was the lock too or no you would have faded you would have faded all the expensive wide receivers and played like claypool aj brown and I don't know. I would be cheap. surprised to see sharp people with a construction of three seven K running backs. Like I just don't think that was Well no, you play you play yeah, you play Mike Davis, Derrick Henry, Alexander Madison, and then That's what um, I'm saying. I don't think anybody And then you, you do it Sammy did and you play the Vikings defense, you play Herb Smith Jr. and uh Davis, Davis you could have done it. You could have just not played Jonathan Taylor. You <laughs> yeah, Davis, let's talk about oh my this God, <laughs> Let's roast this man. If you're gonna play <laughs> someone who doesn't get targets, at least play Derrick Henry, someone who literally cannot be taken down at the NFL level. Hey, my my Jonathan running Taylor, Jonathan Taylor how he looked in college and you saw him in week one and he broke a long run. You literally cannot get off of this like like you watch the games with your eyes and you're like, Oh, he's fast, he's good. I'm gonna play Jonathan him. Taylor got six oh. targets, dude. He got he, he had in the backfield who will always out target him. How, how, what, do you, what do you think his market share of rushing attempts was today? I don't know. I bet I know what his projection was going into the game, and he wasn't a good play. All of the projection systems had him as a good play. I mean, Davis, I'll, I'll tell you, I thought he was a play. Um, I, that's the thing. He, I thought he, he was. To, I thought he was like whatever. I actually didn't really see a difference between Taylor and Gaskin. Um, I thought they were more or less the same play, but I liked Kenny Galladay more than I liked Thielen and all the rest of my lineup was where I wanted it. And I was just like, what I, I will say this. I actually do think that Taylor had more like multi touchdown upside than Gaskin did just based on how they, how they use their running back. So that was, that was kind of what led me to that path. And the, and also Jordan Wilkins only played two snaps last week. He got one carry in this game so like they and and there was a report early uh this morning like a Schefter tweet that uh they were looking to expand Jonathan's Taylor role and they did in this game they expanded his role he got um 85 percent of the running back touches and was out there the entire game except for the the uh two minute drill at the end of the going into this week going into this week Jonathan Taylor had 52.4% of the backfield touches 49% Nate. of the snaps and 8.3% of the team Nate, I I'm aware you, but Jordan Wilkins had been a part of that and he is not anymore yeah, Jordan Nate, Wilkins did is not, done did you or did you not see the Schefter tweet 
No, I saw the Schefter tweet. Naheem Hines is still a thing. And Naheem, if it was Naheem Hines, I probably would have played it. Jordan Wilkins is not the same, like, impact that Naheem Hines is on that, on that team. Bro, you got you to follow the Schefter tweet. I, yeah. All right, we'll get back to the Gilcast here in just a minute. But we need to plug our great sponsor for this week on the Daily Fantasy Football feed. And much regret here that we're not letting Davis or even Nate – uh, do this read and of course manscaped they're back and uh, autumn is in the air and they're here to ensure that you don't carve your pumpkins when you're grooming by pumpkins we mean your boys downstairs in fact manscaped is on a mission to change the way you approach caring for your balls and great news they've just released their products in the uk canada and australia you can play dfs in at least two of those three places so if you're from there make sure you check them out because you know landscaped it, this is just for dudes out there. It's just going to make your life so much better. I promise you. Uh, they've got their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, replaceable ceramic blades, uh, advanced skin safe technology, helps keeping those grooming mistakes at a minimum. Awfully important, but they've got so much more than that. Crop cleanser, body wash, uh, which uh, you can use all over yourself. They're manscaped, uh, refined cologne, cost effective way to smell clean, fresh for your upcoming autumn date uh so check them out i mean manscaped they're a great sponsor if you love what we're doing here at roto grinders you love uh this this podcast feed then check them out right now so this is what you need to know manscaped.com 20 percent off and free shipping with promo code roto that's r-o-t-o that's right get 20 percent off free shipping manscaped.com with the promo code roto make your balls a priority this fall all right we'll hopefully have them back next week it will let davis do that read but let's get back to the gill cast here uh on the rotor grinders daily fantasy football podcast i mean like taylor played a lot like he said six targets there is somebody else in the backfield who gets six targets that is not a feature running back. You cannot claim that he is worth 6.5K on DraftKings.com. Well, certainly guys, he's not, sir. I got, I got owned, <laughs> buddy. I got owned hard. Did you get 800 bucks to get to Derrick Henry? <laughs> <laughs> I would have had to play the Vikings yes. defense. <laughs> yeah, play the Vikings. Like. At least Derrick Henry doesn't have another running back in his backfield. That's also, that's he, he does. McNichols is playing a bunch. Well, McNichols, McNichols played 30 snaps on Tuesday night. And he was in on the like last two minutes on stuff too. It was crazy. So anyway, I just, Jonathan Taylor, I don't understand that. I don't understand that play. It was, it was, I mean, you should have just, I thought he was a really fine play in GPPs. I didn't really see the, see the cash utility in him. Well, that, I mean, so I agree. Like, it's like I, t- I, I felt very whatever about the decision between my two v two was Gaskin Thielen, uh, Galladay Taylor, and I was like, dude, I just, I, Adam Thielen for seventy three hundred, no thanks, man, not for me. I mean, bro, against the Vikings or against uh, against against the the Falcons at home, giant implied team total and the game script, like they got way down. How did Adam Thielen not completely? So relative rock? to. The Rotor Grinders projection and the ETR projections, we were about a point and a half lower on Thielen because we had Justin Jefferson for larger larger target shares than the yeah, other oh, sites. He's good. That makes sense. 
Well, actually, I think the differential is other sites are still projecting Kyle Rudolph for like 10%, and we are projecting him for like 4.5% because he doesn't right. exist. I actually think that was is the difference. Jefferson just... I mean, feeling so bad. Like, I mean, honestly, I was I was super fortunate to get anything from. Yeah, him. you like, did suck out on that, Dan. Yeah, yeah. We, mean, so we had we had Galladay straight up projected for more points than Thielen. Like, not dollars per point, just like straight up more points. That surprises me. Let me see. What just because Thielen, has, I know Jefferson's really come on, but Thielen's been really, really dominant in terms of not just targets. Yeah, but he's yard share. Red you guys had Galladay crazy high i i had Thielen as the second highest outside of Devonte. i mean i i stand by the the galladay projections he's a crusher he is a crusher but like galladay is is usually not like a 10 plus target kind of guy like he's more like my so my ceiling is 23 to 25 percent target share on a season where Thielen literally has ceiling of above 30 percent target share not anymore though he does not no, dude. I'm literally telling you, not anymore. I'm that used to be the case. It is no longer true. There were literally weeks this year. I and okay, there yes, there was. Before Justin Jefferson had arrived, is over now. Justin Jefferson has arrived. Do you think Justin Jefferson is as much of a target share hog as Diggs was? More. Diggs had ninety four targets last year. Jefferson is gonna pass that up by week ten. Yeah, but wasn't Diggs hurt? Yes. Diggs no, they right. were they they Diggs was a twenty five percent target share guy in twenty eighteen. They that's not even what happened. They turned him into a deep threat. That his A dot went from like for his career, it went from being like like eight or nine to his A dot last year was like fourteen and a half. Yeah, they did that they, stuff where they, they switched him and they got completely changed him and put him out. Okay, but in twenty eighteen, yeah. Diggs had twenty five percent of the target share over an entire season. He had hundred and forty nine targets. And don't I don't think that Justin Jackson is like that. And in that season, you don't even know this guy's name. <laughs> in that season, Thielen still put up 153 targets. Thielen has had multiple seasons with above 140 targets over the past three years. Like that is Thielen is very different than Kenny Galladay. Like Thielen is a 25% target share floor where that is Kenny Galladay's ceiling. Like, yeah, Detroit but just you, isn't set up in the same way from a uh, that's not the way Stafford works. That's not the way like Detroit has ever worked since Calvin Johnson. So maybe, like, I, I get what you're saying. And all this has like good mathematical basis behind it. But the reality is, is sometimes football is not one on a spreadsheet. It's a little bit more of an art, my friend. It's a little bit more and, of an art. And Justin and Jefferson Justin is Jefferson. a freaking artist. <laughs> Hey, like he's already he's already got he's already got two games with more than 175 receiving yards. He has more receiving yards through five games than Randy Moss did. Care to respond? <laughs> would you I, like this L, my friend? <laughs> no, I understand that, but I also know that three weeks ago he had a target share of 11. Like. This is not a- <laughs> Yeah, okay, because he it just hadn't happened yet, dude. It's you you don't put the Pandora back in the box. Yeah, I'd really like Got to it. have played Adam Thielen three Got years. It. Jonathan Taylor is now the best <laughs> running back in the NFL because there was Okay, I muted him. I can't handle it. <laughs> How's Clyde Edwards Hilaire doing? How's I love how you guys take these short samples and just like make oh, these I'm still I'm tilting out. so hard right now. <laughs> what do you what do you think football <laughs> is, Nate? <laughs> 
<laughs> Nate looks at like four years of historical data. It's like, nah, dude, things change in the NFL, and they, and they change quick. And if not, you're not as quickly as you guys are thinking. Adam Thielen is not Cal- Kenny Galladay. Like, okay, what, what, what odds, what hey, odds will you give me? Nate, Nate, I'm with you. I played Adam Thielen in cash. Like, hey, and I, think I will bet you an insane of money that Adam Thielen ends with a higher target share this season than Kenny Galladay. What about, what about straight up more total targets, Kenny G versus Thielen? Then you're taking into account like injuries. I am not getting into a predicting. <laughs> then you're taking into account actual production. <laughs> then, then you're taking into account fantasy points, and I'm not in the business of accruing those. Clearly, I prefer Sklansky bucks. <laughs> okay, I didn't even play Thielen today. I played Galladay, but you guys are just fish. <laughs> yeah, you played Galladay because he was the better play. Well, today he was because of his price tag. Wait, hold on. We haven't even gotten to what I thought was going to be the big argument of the show, where Nate tries to tell us that freaking Chase Claypool, who's like the new Calvin Johnson, was 5,200 and wasn't a good play. This is going to be my favorite part of the show. Explain to me why I'm bad for jamming in Chase Claypool. Because um, James Washington <laughs> is like the target over him. Like, Claypool sucked out with a rushing touchdown. Like, please – don't dunk on out, bro. He gets like three attempts a game now at the goal. Yeah. That's like that's like a, a structured part of their offense. Yeah, Davis, were you tilting when when Washington caught that long bomb? No. 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 Because because they what you actually wanted if you played Claypool at fifty two hundred was for Washington to be the outside guy and for Claypool to be the slot guy because the outside guy, he gets like four targets, and if he doesn't catch one of them he's going to have three for 63 and that's like the ceiling. Like what, what I, guy, I think that's almost exactly what Washington had even. What guy is Juju now? <laughs> he's the clear out guy. He's, he's Michael. The, G- <laughs> he's the tight end that they just bring along the line of scrimmage. <laughs> yeah. When you can get four targets from a five. Oh, okay. Guy, I you can't. Just need to, you just need to jam it. I don't even, I don't even and want to do can this. Pay 5.2 for the third one, right receiver on, on, yeah. What about what about when you include the fact that he's also the goal line back? I played a goal line back at wide receiver and at tight end today because I'm super sharp. Dude, he's he's like better than than Chanel, right? Okay. Like, oh yeah. Under, oh under, yeah. This gonna be over under rushing touchdowns for uh, for him through the rest of the year. One and a half. It's a good line. The, I mean, he definitely outscored Thielen, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, this is so tilting. I mean, he, he caught every one of his targets for 74 yards and then had a rushing He, touch. But you know what? He is going to have a, a massive amount of touchdowns over, or uh, expected fantasy points in this game because he got tackled at the, the two-yard line and at the one-yard line on his receptions. Yeah. Yeah, ben, ben threw one out to him in the flat, and he, like, dove and came up, like, a half a yard short. Yeah. David Montgomery, but he made like a good play. Like he was. Yeah. yeah. So tilting. Jesus Christ. Um, and then no, no, well, I, I want to mock Nate a little, I mean, I can't make fun of the Robbie Anderson play. Cause it's like such a good math play, but it's like, it's like sort of like where you're like, it's a little bit more of an art bro. Like the, Dude, Robbie, the Anderson. Robbie Anderson play was like this close to dunking on you. I I didn't I did not at any point tell you it was bad because I think he's an alpha and I think that I think that Curtis Samuel being out was like it was a fine play. Yeah, when I mean, Curtis Samuel was out for me, it became a lock. I liked Robbie Anderson before. 
with Curtis Samuel out, I thought he was a lock. That game did not go how I think any of us thought it would. I mean, Bridgewater and Carolina just struggled way more than all of us thought they would have. Um, Mike Davis was not McCaffrey, but he did get a touchdown still. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think any of us expected Teddy Bridgewater to complete 16 passes in this game. Like, so I – I don't like Robbie. Robbie is a boss, and I will continue. Well, let me tell you, Robbie. I only caught some of that game, but Robbie Anderson earned every single fantasy point that he got. Teddy, Teddy was terrible, dude. I mean, Teddy literally completed sixteen passes. That had yeah. to be the low of the week. Like, so yeah, when you take Davis more, man. Yeah, when you pay a five point or whatever I paid for. Oh Robbie. yeah, we we kind of skipped over Mike Davis a little bit. I mean, how bad could this dude run? Right, yeah, like so- they. They get down to the goal line three times. He only gets one touchdown out of it. And he has one reception in this game. Like, what gives? Well, he had two, but he fumbled. But he, but he fumbled. He, he fumbled it. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was bad. I mean, we don't do a really good job of, like, talking about our lineups. But, like, we all played Madison. We all played Davis. Nate, you played uh, Montgomery. Montgomery. Me and Sammy had the sharpest running backs. It was either Montgomery or Gaskin, Davis Fish. You had the sharpest running backs, but for the third week in a row, who scored the most points? Dude, I think uh, the last two uh, weeks I scored more than you. Uh, uh, no, I scored like 30 more points than you guys last week. No, let me pull it up. Yes, I did. I was just happy to win. I don't remember. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, Nate, again, with the Sklansky Bucks, obviously, but... Yeah, so so we all played Brown. We all played Brown, who was just like a free square, and you were like... Yeah, I, I thought the locks were Madison, Mike Davis, and A.J. Brown. Yeah, so you were a guppy if you didn't play A.J. Brown, but I we did we all play Galladay? So we all played Brown and Galladay. My third yeah. receiver was Thielen, uh, Robbie Anderson for Nate, and Davis went with Claypool. And then we all played Trey Burton. That was sharp. It it was sharp, but I mean, like, obviously some of the best run good. Because, like, Irv Smith actually had a good game. So that was the thing, was that Irv Smith was the other guy that you could have considered. And he had, I believe, five targets in this game. Yeah, and so, a two-point conversion target and catch. Yeah, so, like, had Trey Burton – like, had Trey Burton had a Logan Thomas, like – three for 18 game we would have been we've been uh, in a very bad spot relative to our opponents who yeah. played Irv Smith yeah I'm, I'm bummed that that Burton was so popular like I didn't know he was he would be this popular I thought Irv would take a lot more uh, ownership and then I was very dismayed to see that we all played Burton he scored two touchdowns I play. thought this oh, was a classic dunk? spot I thought this was a classic spot where Nate would not have played him. Like, I, I was ready for Nate to show up with, like, Austin Hooper or something. Uh, I'm super I'm bummed. Sure. <laughs> I'm super bummed Waller was on the bye this week. Dude, I'm pretty sure I had I had Burton in when you guys were doing Irv. Well, had, you're, had, you're the original Burton guy. I had Burton all week. I had, I had Irv all week because I was trying to play Henry for, for, for a little while. Yeah, you should have done that. Well, you should have done, done that. He would have been better done play that. than Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> If you're going to play a fat running back who can't catch passes, might as well. You know. Get up to the I, I actually, by the way, I actually said that to Andrew Wiggins this morning. I said, if I'm going to play a fat, I might as well play Henry instead of Taylor. <laughs> and I didn't do it. Did Wiggins play Henry? You know what would have been great for you? If Burton had given Taylor the ball on that option play. And Taylor. Oh, oh my God. Can you imagine if he pop passed it to Jonathan Taylor and I got a Trey Burton to Jonathan Taylor passing touchdown? <laughs> 
Uh, Nate would have been so pissed right now. <laughs> Nate, Nate would not have been able to do the show. It would have been unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. If Jonathan Taylor did well, I would have been. I mean, Nate, he like he was like a, well. a he was like an ankle away from having twenty one. Yeah, okay. he did well. Literally, Montgomery had two touchdowns taken away from him. Well, David Montgomery is he didn't is score some... the touchdowns, Nate, because he's fat. Yeah, he didn't actually get into the end zone. That's the thing. Like watching David Montgomery is like, what would happen if Alex Arma got to be a, a full time running back for an NFL team? Okay, Montgomery it's just out. like got a jam in Arma. He gets Montgomery out. Yeah, Arma out, gets all the work, and then was like five hundred dollars cheaper. It wasn't even a. I Nate, I thought actually, you know, and if you really liked Montgomery, you should have played on FanDuel because he was fifty nine hundred there, which on FanDuel is like, I, I think I think Adrian Peterson is more. I probably, I mean, if I was playing on FanDuel, I'd probably play somebody like David Johnson or something. He he probably got twenty touches again. At five David Johnson so much. Oh, David Johnson, you know? fi- he finally scored a touchdown. Yeah. What do you know, David Johnson? Another nineteen rushing attempts. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Only two targets though this week. Well. But you guys are all drawn to these guys who get 10 rushing attempts. I mean, Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I played Madison. He got yeah. I played, I played Madison. He loves like, to get ten rushing attempts. We can play uh, each other about all this stuff, but like the truth is, we all played Madison. And the truth is, I'm just and now we're all poor. The truth is, I'm just tilted. I'm, the truth I'm, is that oh. Sammy didn't play the best defensive play of all time on DraftKings.com. Yeah, can you talk to me about that? He because he just said defense don't matter, so whatever. Yeah, I mean, they were they were a four-and-a-half-point home favorite. And, yes, did I like Miami better than Minnesota? You're damn right I did. Of course, they were. it was a better spot. But for me, it was just like my 2v2 was 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 Burton. Um, yeah, it was Burton in the Miami – or it was Burton and Minnesota defense versus Irv in the Miami defense. And I went with Burton. Um, and it was – I mean, it was fairly close. But, like, I really wanted my three receivers, right? I wanted – uh, I wanted Thielen because I thought he was just a complete smash. Thielen, Galladay, and A.J. Brown. I thought that was like the nuts right there. Madison and Davis at running back with Gaskin. Um, you know, if, if like the only spot like I feel like I'm weak at is DST where I played 2.3 for yeah. home favorite against the freaking Atlanta Falcons, um, I'm fine. So, Sammy, I thought your team was sharper than David's. I, I actually think Thielen, Galladay, and Brown were really – That is very on brand for Nate to look at the team that scored 20 less points and be like, yes, yeah. they, that's they the team. They want to for me. Like, <laughs> Davis, I appreciate that. Davis, you literally played Jonathan Taylor and Chase Claypool. Like, you're lucky you didn't get Claypool – was, Claypool was not bad. I refuse Claypool to acknowledge. Claypool the most no. recency-biased play you've made this no. year. You've Nate, been relatively so, so stupid. Year. You've been relatively sharp this year. This is like the guy. This is like this is like Justin Jefferson's going to be like fifty two hundred next week, and Nate's going to be like, dude, do you guys see Thielen? He's only seventy four hundred. I'm jamming him in. (laughs) 
the Vikings are on a bye next week, so that doesn't hold. But it's just like, dude, you got to adjust with the new information. Juju Smith-Schuster is Demarcus Robinson. He's not going to command any target share. So there's lots of targets to go around, and Claypool is a baller, and they try and get him to score touchdowns. It's the gadget floor, dude. You remember when we used to talk about the gadget floor? Chase Claypool has that gadget floor, bro. What's James Washington's price? That's that's more. Oh you. my gosh, Nate! I can't even. James Washington's terrible, the yards, bro. The air yards. I mean, here's here's what happened with you, Davis, and confirm or deny. And I want you to be honest here. You locked into Jonathan Taylor, and you just said, you know what? He is gonna freaking smash this. Honestly, game. no. On honestly, really? no. Really, the only guys it wasn't I was a locked math play though. The only guys I was locked into were Madison, Mike Davis, Kenny Galladay. A.J. Brown, one of Trey Burton or Irv Smith, Dolphins defense, and then Stafford or Fitzpatrick. And the way that those things made the most sense to me with liking Galladay more than Thielen was to play Taylor. And I could – like, Taylor was projected fine. Like, I knew that there was pass-catching, like, problems. But then, really, I probably would not have considered Taylor at all if I didn't know that Jordan Wilkins was banged up. Wilkins played like four snaps, so that ended up fine. It's just Taylor didn't score a touchdown. If you don't score a touchdown, you're not going to do well. No bonus, no touchdown. He did have he did have no four for forty though. What's, you know what? you know who we haven't talked about today that I actually spent a lot of time thinking about. It's going to be someone terrible. Oh yeah, dude, it's definitely going to be like who's it going to be, Davis? Because we discussed we discussed all. There were five playable running backs, in my opinion. There were four playable wide receivers, in my opinion, two playable tight ends, three playable quarterbacks. One of them. It was a late, it was a late Saturday thing, and I actually considered him for a long time, but it just didn't help my lineup much. I'm gonna, I'm gonna but, say like Chris Godwin. No, Philip Lindsay. Oh yeah, that's so on brand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. that would have been on brand for you. Yeah, he came in. He came in at 4,200 and got like 25 touches or something. Yeah, that's big Nate Noling. Yeah, it. like he, he, that he was, crushed. Yeah, if you here, if you tell me that the Broncos win that game and he touches, I I, I play him. But you know who I also play, Nate. We lose if that happens because we play Devonte Adams. Oh. We lose. We we get. We play Devonte over Galladay. Yeah, we do. And and we just get crushed. And we forget that Aaron Rodgers actually still isn't. Is still football. he stinks. He stinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you guys don't do the sharp thing and play Henry along with Madison. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Aaron Rodgers in Scott Fishbowl scoring had like negative twenty points today. I was looking at my league and I, it was just one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. <laughs> Imagine you're in Scott Fishbowl. You're just rolling. You have you think he's going to win the MVP, and then he just puts up a negative twenty burger. <laughs> Little negative twenty burger there. <laughs> and and when and when he threw that second pick and the guy went down at the one, you're like yes. <laughs> Owned. Owned. <laughs> Dude, Philip uh, Lindsay's not a bad play. 4-3. No, he wasn't. He was, he was not. A, he was fine. He was it just made it weird construction. It's such a Nolan brand. It made it weird construction because I'm like, who am I going to get off of to get on to Lindsay? Like, I wasn't going to fade Madison or Davis. And, yeah, I mean, 1,500 wasn't enough. It wasn't going to get me anything off of Montgomery. So Yeah, no, no but, Waller on the slate. Tough. No. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if Waller was on the slate, I probably would have ended on Lindsey. Yeah. Lindsey was a good play. I'm just saying for anybody who did play him. I mean, Philip Lindsey is a better play than David Montgomery. If, you're, if your thought process is, I just want to lock up 20 touches, probably rather Lindsey than. <laughs> probably better than Jonathan Taylor. 
probably definitely better than Jonathan Taylor. I I was even like tweeting like Jonathan Taylor's fat stuff earlier in the week. Like he has two broken tackles through five games. His his long run of the season is 16 yards. (laughs) He actually beat that today. He, He had a really long one today. Yeah, I think he had 21 today. Well, okay, so this is crazy. They were down 14-0 in that game. Right. Like, what? Dude, okay, cards on the table. I played the Colts defense on FanDuel. That's okay. My fa- my, no, my FanDuel team is uh, – let's just – here, we can end here. You guys can roast my FanDuel team. This is You're the worst Pittsburgh, team. Bro. Pittsburgh was the alpha, <laughs> alpha defense play. This, this team I played on FanDuel, it's got to be the worst team I've put together all year, both in terms of how I feel about it and in terms of the amount of points I scored. I'm excited. On FanDuel – I played Matt Stafford, one touchdown. Alexander Madison, no touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, no touchdowns. Kenny Galladay, no touchdowns. Adam Thielen, one touchdown. Chase Claypool, one touchdown. Uh, Who's the Smith that I played? (laughs) Jeff Smith? No, Jonu. Jonu. He got got hurt, no touchdowns. Colts defense. Yeah, the only thing that saved not a bad lineup. The only thing that saved me. Oh, and, and Mike Davis, one touchdown. But but here's the thing: how do you how do you not play Derrick Henry on Fanduel? It un, unbelievable, dude. Literally That's inexcusable. That is fully egregious. That's fish status. He was Davis. Probably- I actually like cards on the table as much as I hate D Henry. I mean, on Fanduel, he's the play. Like, no, it was it is in, it's inexcusable, dude. Like literally, so bad. That's spirits. You just went all in on Stafford and all out on Derrick Henry. And here okay, you are. so so you guys, I, I don't know how much you guys play on FanDuel, but there is this nice little element of like clean sweats of just like, okay, I, only, I know exactly what I'm rooting for and I know exactly what I'm rooting against. And that's what got me is being like, oh, I just can root for JT on both sides. And then when he scores, you know, it's, it's bada boom, bada bing. And uh, it was not bada boom, bada bing. It was, uh, it was very bad. It was very brutal all day, all day long. What can you do? When Jonathan Taylor's price adjusts, I'll play him. Yeah, when Jonathan Taylor's like 4,600. <laughs> yeah. When he's priced at what he should be for like a running back who's like out there 60% of the time. Or less. Yeah, like when he's – go up Lindsay or equal, Nate will consider it. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Adrian Peterson has scored more fantasy points than Jonathan Taylor through five weeks. I'm not even being facetious. I'm pretty sure. 100%. Adrian Peterson yeah. in the zone. He's, no, he's done, though, dude. It's, backfield, no. it's Yeah, it's Swift season. Swift, like, is here. But. Yeah. Um, all right. There we go. We did it. Monday night Monday night uh, football takes. I think we have a two-game slate tomorrow. I just am excited for the Chiefs-Bills game. I think that's going to be a fun one. I'm but aren't sure the that... Bills bad now, though? Like, I think the Bills might – I think the, the, the magic – Pixie dust might have. Oh, yes. I forgot. We're into small samples on this show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the Chiefs lost to the Raiders, so let's not uh, forget about all that. Well, they scored 32 points, though. The Bill, I mean, I guess this is the thing is that Josh Allen still has very wide ranges of outcomes. Like, he's not he's not as dialed in as we had previously believed. I mean, I mean, Josh yeah. Allen is who we thought he was, which is just a very high variance, but talented quarterback that now he has some actual weapons like like Stefan Diggs and stuff in a supporting cast that makes it like he's in a position to succeed. Dude, how amazing is it that there's going to be football? I mean, literally, Sammy, there's going to be football on like during your lunch break tomorrow. No, no, my, my boss has no idea, but I'm leaving work at like one thirty, so I can get. So what lunch. time are the games tomorrow? Is it like it's five? Like, yeah, it's two o'clock in the afternoon, West Coast. So it's five o'clock central time. 
No, that's not how time works. I don't know. Four o'clock I'm central terrible. time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Davis knows how time zones work better than you, Nate. It is time to log off. That, that's how hard I've been grinding this year, dude. That's how hard I've been in these streets. I yep. learned time zones. Yep. And then you play guys like Jonathan Taylor because you, you spent all summer. You spent all summer getting excited. I mean, about. honest to God, I could lose for the next fourteen weeks, and I won't be down money in DFS this year, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> These are fam- famous last words, by the way. This was How's like those... when my friend in Vegas was up like thousands at a at a at a blackjack table and says, "There's no way. I'm just going to stay a little longer. There's no way I can lose this all." Well, I don't, to be I, fair though, Davis is a legitimate like, knit. And we were laughing. Yeah, dude. Davis, say, Davis is a knit who's like withdrawn, and I guarantee you, Davis probably played the exact same amount this week that he did last week. I rip on Davis a lot, but like his bankroll management, he's actually. I'm playing. I'm playing a little bit more. Like I'm probably playing. Like, I, I play in cash every – well, also, it depends because, like, I get these games on Twitter from numbskulls. So, like, I'm not going to turn down bad, like, good action. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I play between 500 and $700 every week, like, yeah. regardless of how much I just won. Yeah, Davis you're, is sharp. You're that. such a nit. Disciplined. Um, well, guys, I, I haven't even had a chance to dunk on you about this CEH stuff. Remember when you guys literally thought he was, like, the second coming? And he was, like, a great play at six five. 6.5, and then they went out and signed Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, this is me. You know, you never take an L, and then the guy's not even on the slate, and you're trying to hand him out. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not biting. I'm not biting on this. You guys, huh. like, all week, I've been waiting. All week, I've watched that Le'Veon Bell stuff just going, Le'Veon Bell is going to be the one who puts him in his grave. <laughs> How much do they wish that they just had Damien? I mean, Damien's a boss. That's why. Remember when people used to argue about like early early round draft capital on running backs and like there were legitimate people who thought that that was a good move? Like I, yes. guys, I, I, I can't talk about this anymore. I'm tilting. I need to go bathe. Like, let's, let's end this. Yeah. All right. Later, boys. Later. Later.